Alright, so coming up next, there's this thing called the uh, North London Derby in the Premier League of Soccer, um, where Arsenal, my favorite team, and Shep's favorite team, Tottenham, they uh, face each other. Now, this game is normally, and just places-wise and, and organization-wise, Arsenal's normally finished on top of Tottenham. Last year, that wasn't the case. So, this Saturday, uh, the 2nd, when this episode actually drops, by the way, um, <laughs> they're going to play each other, and... For the first time in like maybe two or three years, I'm pretty confident in, in my squad. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're doing well. Emery's doing his job. But Tottenham is playing some of their best football in years, according to Shep. But uh, we'll talk a little bit more in the upcoming segment about those two things. Premier League soccer coming your way. Is that what's going on? I just need to know. Or do you think your boy's going to show up, Shep? I, I just want to know that. You're talking about Sunday, December 2nd at 9.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? No. Hello? Arsenal versus Tottenham Hotspur? I think I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I think. I think yeah. That's 3-0 that, that's that's Tottenham. I think basically what he's asking you is do you think there is any person on Arsenal who can check or slow down your man's Harry Kane on that Tottenham Hotspur team? I mean, Socrates can try, but I don't know about all that. But, um, no, what, uh, my personal opinion is is that we got an Arsenal team that's going to be fighting for probably uh, an outside chances Champions League to a EuroLeague spot facing a Tottenham Hotspur team who is playing some of its best football in recent times. So, you know, I never sleep on these games because you really do never know when it comes down to Tottenham Hotspur versus Arsenal. But... With the form that the players are, uh, that, that everybody's in, with uh, Jan Vertonghen coming back, Christian Eriksen coming back, and, you know, Deli Alley and Harry Kane and Son all peaking right about now, I feel like it's going to be a tough task for Arsenal to hand, handle. And that's me being as unbiased as I possibly can. And now here's my real answer 3 nothing comes in. There's no wild man. <laughs> First of all, we have been, I think, what, 15 games now, 16 games. We have, a, we have a new um, I think that's the current best streak outside of... No, I think, that, I think we have the best streak. Yeah, we do. Anyway, um, that being said, I don't think quite as uh, disrespectful as you do. 3-0. <laughs> I think it's going to be a 3-2... Thriller in Manila. You know what I'm saying? I, I think um, I see Lacazette getting definitely getting his in. I see Harry Kane with a brace. Um Yang is gonna score the game winner. And I think Alex Awobi, he normally shows up in big games, um, unlike Ozil from time to time. Oh. And and uh, that's just me being true. Listen, it's the truth. It's the sad truth. Yeah. Sad truth. But Wobi's definitely going to score. I think he's going to score an opener, followed by um, Harry Kane, then Abamie. No, Harry Kane, Lacazette, Harry Kane, and then Abamie is a late tapping. Because you know, you know what I hate about Abamie. Let's talk about this. He is your daddy strike. He does not take on one-on-one chances. You know, hit you with a dribble and then curve it. He wants it on the platter and go chase it. Go! Like that, that's a problem. That, that's 
He's very north to south. His speed almost is his enemy as much as it is his friend because he's he like, doesn't have um, control of the balls he would like. He's like the, the one player from the Mighty Ducks that didn't have bricks. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Mendoza. That's Mendoza. He's literally Mendoza. Like, he, he cannot stop. He's all speed, all, all about taking the right angle, staying on side. And that's why he gets called for so many more times. Now, don't get me wrong, this older play is under he actually can hold that play pretty well. But he'd much rather be, you know, not your dad's strike, but he'd much rather be a taller. He's more of a, he's not really a target man in the sense of the heading. He's a target man in the sense of that he likes to ball at his feet through the, in the box, like as a cross. And no, and I'm gonna go back to when I said uh, London Derby. My bad. I didn't know you're gonna be talking about Arsenal. I thought you were gonna be talking about the Chelsea game. So yeah, an Arsenal and. Go ahead, go ahead, Chef. Talk about. Just want to clear that up. I know that Tottenham and Arsenal is the North London Derby, but that being said, another team in London got smacked up in the pre in a couple days. I was like, he's not going to let this go. There's no, no way. Well, what's, what happened was, is Deli Elliott, uh, 60th or so minute, nice little cross in by Christian Eriksen. And then we have Mr. Magic himself. Out of nothing, creates a chance about 30 yards out, shoots it into the bottom left-hand corner and everybody in the audience including the goal and then to top it all off and I know you saw this one because I sent it to you on Instagram Hunman San streaks all the way down the right side of the field beats Jorginho Dika what is it takes the boots off of David scores the goal and then whatever Olivier Giroud gets a gets a consolation at the end of the game to make it 3-1 to one. shout out to Olivier yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> but I had to get that out. Now I'm done. Back to you. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. I like how whenever we talk about Harry Kane, Chef is like, Harry Kane? <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. For anybody who doesn't know, Harry Kane is my phone case. He's on my phone case. <laughs> Not a lie. That's what's what happens. I don't want to say what else. Because, you know, I got to see what happens if you know. Um, what happens if Arsenal wins this match? Um, if Ar- Arsenal wins this next upcoming match, is what you're saying. What happens to me? Because I have to, like, humbly. No, our upcoming match is Are you talking about the Carabao Cup? Oh, your personal upcoming match. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I just look over that. You better stop. This ain't your little nephew's ultimate. I'm looking at you, right? You're better than your last. I don't know if you're going on to saying that. What makes this your guys' best team? Because. I hate, to, I hate to sound like this, but you guys had some pretty sick teams over the years. I was about to say, you know, let me finish. I 
was about to say this is the best team since the Leicester won. Separate sentences in that in some regards is positive about Arsenal. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because it's in return. So you saying if Tottenham wins? <laughs> nope. I know what he meant. All right. Thank you, fellas, for your insight on that last topic. Um, but now we're gonna talk about celebrations in the NFL and how is it do you think it's excessive if another team you know who's been practicing their team celebrations you know what I'm saying for like a week now right you guys have been going hard and you're losing I don't know 21-7 with like two minutes left in the fourth quarter not fourth quarter let's say yeah yeah fourth quarter and your team still decides to do the celebration now do you think that's warranted or do you think it's just like come on bro you're losing by a lot why are you guys celebrating like, see, me personally, if I'm going to practice something, I'm going to do it, damn it. I, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> in a second, we're going to ask the crew how they feel about not just that, but who are going to be the first four teams in the playoffs and the first four teams out. Check it out. But with that little smoke montage uh, now out of the way, smoke. Yes, so, sir. Uh, I hear uh, out there in the NFC, Things are pretty, uh, well, not tight, but, you know, I hear the Giants could go on a run in their division. Oh, boy. You know? That's uh, a, mm-hmm. we definitely on the outside looking in on that one. Yeah, definitely. What you need to have, excuse everyone out there listening. I had to yawn for whatever reason. Um, in the middle of the, um, yeah, listen, <laughs> bro, I, I don't know. It, it happened. I had yeah. to let it happen. It's, um, it's natural. You guys need the Saints to go ahead and take care of the Cowboys. Um, and you need it, like, yesterday. Um, because I think if the Cowboys win, because what are you guys, 3-7? and 3-8. and eight. Oh, y'all lost this past week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's over. Was, yeah, now nah, we was... <laughs> it's we, over. We definitely had a chance until we until we lost last week. Yeah, to, I mean, mathematically, you're still in it. Mathematically, um, we still do have a chance. We do. We still, wow, we still do have a chance. Mathematically. He said squeal. <laughs> nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Five anyway. weeks left. We only three games out of out of no, we four games out of first. But you know, it's with the teams who have a, le- a legitimate chance, I'm like, let's say the wild card uh, in the NFC, I have the Panthers. I have the Seahawks. And then I have the division winners, the Saints, the Bears, the Rams, and um, who's the other? Oh, your division winner. Duh. I don't know who's going to win your division. I Nobody. I want to say, if the Cowboys beat the Saints tonight, I think the Cowboys are going to do it. Unfortunately. But you know what? The playoffs are better when the Cowboys do it because there's a team I generally I don't that I don't want to win besides the Patriots. I feel like the Cowboys. I feel like the playoffs are worse when the Cowboys are in it. Because no, we all know that? who's going to advance out of that game. 
He says there's no suspense because we know that there's the literally no movie. suspense. <laughs> That's crazy. I like the way you spun that. He was like, no, 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 I, I don't like it because of this reason. But like, either I, way, like, I know exactly who's advancing from that game. <laughs> like, if you gave me brackets, bro, I, I put all my money on this one game. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if I was a betting man, I would, I would put, I would bet the house. I bet the house. But um, yeah. you know who I'm surprised you don't have in your wild card? The Vikings. You think the, the the Seahawks are gonna out, outpace the Vikings on the end of the season? Listen, the Seahawks are hot, like hot. They're the only team outside of the Saints who are scared of Rams. I feel like every other team uh, played the Rams way outside of those two teams. Well, the Saints play their way regardless of where they are. Rain, shine, sleep, or snow. The Saints are gonna put up points. Let's just call it what it is. That's the, um, that's the Cowboys tonight for whatever reason. It's just yeah, we, yeah. We, come on, bro. We gonna move past that. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Past we that, bro. Past you know what I'm saying? We gonna, yeah. move, we gonna move past that. Yeah. But yeah, so Seattle, they're dangerous. You know, their defense always finds a way to play as a, as a cohesive unit. So they're playing really well. Um, and Russell Wilson, I think, finally has just a league average. It doesn't have to be an awesome offensive line. He finally has a league average offensive line, and that's that's done wonders for them. Yet alone, Doug Baldwin is coming back healthy. They have three, really th- three tremendous running backs. They just need reps in order to, you know, get their shine on. Um, so they got a run game, like, and they can really control the game. Um, so they're dangerous, and I think they win out for the rest of the season. Um, they don't have to play the Saints. They're, they think they have one more game against the Rams, but this one I think is at home against the Rams. And we know 12 men out there in Seattle was vicious. True. So um, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's you know what? But what? What are your thoughts? I'm going to agree with you on one basis, and that's the fact that they're in the NFC West and the Vikings are in the NFC North. Hmm. Okay. Because the Vikings, I mean, you know the Packers are going to try and make a run for the playoffs. You know the Packers are going to try and make a run for the playoffs. They're going to try and rattle off the next five wins, six wins in a row. You know that. I think they're going. I think they're going to upset some teams trying to get into the playoffs. They they not they not. No, but they're, they're going to attempt to make a run. So, yeah, they're going to be setting playoff teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Vikings yeah, are going to be okay. one of those teams <laughs> that they're going to be that they're oh, going yeah, to upset. Yeah. But um, you look at the Seahawks, they have two 2-9 two teams in their division. You, you know what I mean? So the Seahawks just have, probably have Wait, the easiest. Wait, they do? Yeah. the Arizona? The Cardinals and the 49ers. Oh, wow. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, right. so just, just off the basis of that, the Seahawks just seem like they have an easier walk into the playoffs. But if I had to play which team looks better to me now playing, I think the Vikings are way better right now playing. I think they're going to have more success leading up to the playoffs, even though they're going to be on the outside looking in simply because the Seahawks have that that ease of schedule. And I just think the Panthers are going to are gonna lock up that fifth spot. Man, check it out. Listen listen to the Seahawks' remaining schedule. <laughs> Oh man, check this out, bro. This is insane. Uh-huh. They play. Uh, wait, what, what? They play the um, 49ers. This is this is their schedule straight through. It goes 49ers, Vikings, 49ers, Chiefs, and then they close out with the Cardinals. Okay. Difficult game sprinkled into three bye weeks. Bro, <laughs> they can go one, two, three, just five games. They can go four and one. I, they're, they're, they can they're easily going, go four for one. Well, not easily. Not easily. They play the Vikings, so maybe, maybe at worst, three and two. But they can easily be four and one. 
And honestly, by the time they play the Chiefs, the Chiefs could be resting, you know, their starters a little bit, you know. Cold weather playing in Seattle, you know, the rain, it might not it might not be a good good idea to play a rough defense like Seattle right before the playoffs. You know, that's just me. You know what? You're right about that. You're definitely right about that. But, you know, the Vikings game is going to be – you're right. You, you know what? I see them actually – probably losing the Vikings game because the Vikings are definitely going to need that game to try and keep oh, their playoff hopes alive. I absolutely. They're, uh, it's not... But you're right. The Chiefs game, they're probably they're probably going to get some right. slack on. So they might they might sneak away with a win it's against It's a Monday Chiefs. night game, too. That's another thing. Yeah. And right now, see, yeah. Do you, you want to know, know the Vikings schedule? Yes. <laughs> to, to end the want... season, right? Pats, Seahawks, Dolphins, Lions, Bears. The Bears? It's going to be, it's, yeah. Yeah, the Bears are the Bears. <laughs> Thank you, Bears. <laughs> um, they got the Bears. They got the Lions. I think the Lions are going to upset them. Um, the Lions are playing sneaky good. They just played really bad in the beginning of the year. They were just atrocious. Um, no, I feel like the Lions are just a bad down-the-stretch team. They're very, you know, hit or miss. You know, they don't have consistency. So they're going to, you know, they could randomly rock you for three touchdowns in one quarter and then not score again the rest well, of the look, game. Well, bro, their last two games, they lost to a very good Bears team by seven. And that, and I saw that game. It was a last-minute effort. Um, they beat the Panthers by one. They lost to the Bears um, off the last-minute turnover. That doubled the score on them. So they lost by 12 that game. Uh, they got yeah. They got 14 by the Seahawks. They beat the Dolphins. They beat the Packers. They beat the Cowboys. No, they they lost to the Cowboys by two. And they beat the Patriots. Like it's such a such a, a mixture of <laughs> results. From I remember that game. So they they were trying <laughs> but, to yeah, and, but well, Matt Patricia, yeah, is their first year head coach, so they're still trying to figure out their system underneath him and his identity right. with yeah. them, but. I don't like that. I I just don't, you know, I don't see the consistency there to, to pull it out against a Vikings team that seems to be like clicking on all cylinders. Like if they beat the mm-hmm. pass this week, I could see the Vikings rattling off three out of these five games. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. Sure. Sure. All right, that, that's that's nothing else to talk about. We gotta we gotta move on to the AFC so we can close out the seven, brother. Check this out. So Ooh. the AFC is a mess. Outside of the top five teams, the Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers, Steelers, and Texans, right? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and even the Bills, eight teams that are within two games of that last spot. Two games. How many teams did I say? Six? Did I say six? No, I said eight. Right? I said eight, 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 eight. Yeah. Fighting for yep. literally one spot because the Texans are going to win their division. Four spot. As much as the Ravens think they have a shot, they're not winning the AFC. No. Well, actually, the Colts are right there in that division, bro. If the Texans go on a no. slide, the Colts might be. Right. I think that, that, yo, Andrew Luck is playing really bro, hot. As right much now. as I love my team, they play. They still play the Jets. They play the Jaguars that they smacked already, and they played the Eagles, who have not been the same. Talk about the Texans. Yes. Want me to talk about uh, the Colts? Right. <laughs> Would you care? Yeah, yeah. Talk about the Colts are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Which means they're gonna win because you know it's a game yeah, that you guys aren't supposed to win. Um, and they play the Titans to end the season. The tight at home. They play. They play. They play in Tennessee. And true. This could be. I don't. You know what? This could be. I think this might be the same scenario as the Vikings. The Vikings are uh, Lions scenario. Because the Vikings Lions, because one, 
both of these scenarios will be played out on the field in two weeks. That's what. <laughs> you know what I mean? Both of these, both of these, all four of these teams are playing each other on December 9th. Which I think beautiful, is funny. Beautiful but time for football. I think whoever wins this game, these games are going to be the teams to use that momentum to go on. Because, to be perfectly honest, Houston, even though they are a really good team, mm. they don't seem like a team that is going to make a late season push to me. They don't, they don't seem to have that amount of continuity. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I don't want to say that they, I don't, I don't personally see that they don't have leaders. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't watch their games. But just through the way that they played up until now, it seems like they're still trying to find what their identity is going to be. You know what I mean? They, they, they lost Will Fuller the fifth. He was kind of their, their, their clutch security blanket. You know what I mean? And then. Lamar Miller has been, they've been switching him out at back. He wasn't, he hasn't been their main back, but he started off as their main back. You know I mean? The only real consistency has been their defense. So if they go up, if they happen to run into some, you know, difficult mm-hmm. defenses and run into offenses that stay on the field, their defense is just going to get tired out. And, you know, I, I think the Colts, I, I, I'll put, I'll put it this way. I'll put my trust in Andrew Luck right now. Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck over Deshaun Watson and that lead Texas That boy is balling, bro. I guess you're not a that better. Boy is balling. And he has to, and he has to play us. So I know he's about. Listen, to, I know you he's about discrediting your team. I think your team is gonna wake up to play against Andrew. I think you guys are gonna, because like I said, mathematically, you guys aren't out of it. It just, you know, it's just gonna take a whole. It's gonna take a hell of a lot for you guys to make it. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it this way. Mathematically, if we get close and don't make it, I'm gonna be bad. We didn't keep the draft picks. Listen, <laughs> you need the Cowboys to lose tonight. All right, and we do. We do. let's see which one of these teams play each other. Um, you guys play the Redskins next Sunday. Um, the Redskins have a bye week this week, which is really late, which is weird. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no. They play the Eagles Monday night. They play the Eagles. So yes, that being do. said, yeah. one of those teams is bound to lose. Oh wait, no. This is the NFL, so it might be a tie. Oh my goodness. Never mind, Mo. You guys are out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I try to spin that in all types of ways to save the Giants. You try it. You try but, it. <laughs> I mean, it's so slow for you. I mean, nah, it's slow. I don't know. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it's well, what, what are these teams going to make it? What are these teams going to make it? Right. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe they both make it. What do you think? <laughs> um, One of them going to take that wild card spot. It's, it's a possibility. You're right. It is a possibility. However, so, no. No. So so wait. So give me your AFC playoff picture right now with the. My AFC playoff picture is going to be the top five for sure. Um, Obviously, KC, LA. You said Texans, Steelers, Patriots. Yes, those five teams okay. are definitely getting it just because they're all they all have three losses or less, and the rest of the conference has five or more. <laughs> yeah. So True. I'm gonna go with the last playoff spot. I'm gonna go. Uh, definitely no one from the AFC East. <laughs> definitely not the you AFC West. Yeah, definitely. We just know that they have yeah, it. <laughs> not the AFC West. Not the Broncos. It's definitely not gonna be the AFC West because the Chiefs and the Chargers are both coming out of the AFC West. It's not gonna be a third team coming out. Yeah, no, nah, it's not gonna be the Broncos. So it's either the Bengals, Ravens, Titans, or Colts. Out of those teams, man. Just seeing what they can do when everything is clicking. Yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna have to go Ravens. As much as I know Carson is somewhere clapping and and, and okay. crying and all that good stuff and out of, yeah. out of happiness, but yeah. I gotta yeah. I gotta go with the Ravens. He's probably just watching LeBron right now. That's probably yeah, right, good. right. Watching watching. He, he, he go he go he go he go hear this tomorrow. Right. They they're the only team to have not allowed at least two hundred points this season total. Um, they do find they finally given that man a shot, that man Lamar Jackson. But it's on due to yeah. due to injury to Joe Flacco, of course. But he's finally but getting. But he reps. doing his thing though. He doing a little. Him a little and bit Gus Edwards. Him and Gus Edwards, he, man. They're, that's, they're this, running. This will, they running the air off the ball. That's a fact. This this is what I was gonna say. He not doing Joe Flacco thing. He doing his thing, his and thing. that's what I like about it. My man, he doing his own thing. Listen, he's he, doing he, what he got. He gonna do. win the game his way. Doing what he got to do. They they ran the ball, Mo. The the, the, <laughs> these, the Baltimore Baltimore, these Baltimore Ravens. These Baltimore ran the ball forty two times. Forty two. Whether it was design or scramble, forty two times. Yeah. Now, if that's not playing to your personnel, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I don't know what is. That's a fact. That's at least what. That's got to be th- ten to fifteen carries higher than the league pace. Mm-hmm. At least. Right, at least. But you know why, though? I mean, off the sole strength that Lamar Jackson um, touchdown to interception ratio was for every seven completions, he threw an interception. Yeah, so, true. Um, like, I like I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I just, I got to I gotta go look at the schedules. And it just, it doesn't seem like it for Baltimore to me. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I, I agree with you wholeheartedly that Baltimore is – Playing mm-hmm. their team, right? You know what I mean. So I mean, I mean, with either quarterback, you know, that I didn't mean either team, but they seem to be winning against most teams with either quarterback. They 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 change their system to their personnel, like you said. But you go to the schedule. <laughs> they have Atlanta. They have Kansas City. They have LA left. They have, and then they have to pay Tampa Bay and Cleveland, but. They have some difficult games that are not only going to be difficult for them to win, they're going to leave last. They're going to leave a, a lasting impact if they don't play them. If they don't play up to their ability, you know what I mean. If like if Lamar Jackson has a typical, which which I'm going to say is it's very typical of a rookie to have you know a bad game. Lamar Jackson hasn't had the opportunity to start a game and have a bad game yet, and now he's ending his season on three three games against the top five teams in the league, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I, get, I, I get that. I get that. I really do. But we, we're not going to drag that any further. I just want to talk to you and ask you just a real quick opinion, man. So, you know how some teams have been uh, practicing celebrations throughout the week, right? Back. And said teams have also been getting blown out of games. But when they do score their little consolation touchdown, they find a way to still do that said celebration. Right. Well, are you doing that celebration or are you trying to just, you know, get out of the camera as soon as possible because my team is getting scrapped on national television? What are you doing? I know I know what you gonna do. Well personally, you know me. I'm the I'm the latter. I'm like if I'm behind, I'm hundred percent focused on what I'm going to do to get ahead. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not focused on getting any type of consolation victories or anything. Oh, I practiced this this week, so I need to get this out. Oh, right. I, put the, I put the cell phone in the, in the goalpost this week. I ain't going to be able to do that away next week. So, 
You know what I mean? I gotta get this. No, that's that's not how I operate. I operate like, oh, if my if if I have one, I like it when it matters. <laughs> like right. like the the Seahawks Tyler Lockett touchdown celebration. I think it's right, the right, best right. touchdown celebration I've seen all season. Not only because of, I mean, it was the AI stepping over Tyron Lou. I'm a Lakers fan, and I oh, love yeah. watching that highlight. Oh yeah, like, gave it to him. Ooh, mm-hmm. Gave it to him. But not only was it that, it came on what you know was the I, I believe it was the game winning touchdown, but it was definitely a go ahead touchdown. You know what I mean? It was like for sure, right? That that touchdown in that moment mattered. You know what I mean? Right. Like it wasn't he it, like if the, if the touchdown matters, I think the celebration is what people like with the touchdowns, like a, a touchdown that's going to get your fans on the edge of their seats. You're like, yeah, now let me hit them with this celebration. They don't see this coming. <laughs> said, this ain't coming. <laughs> oh, like, it's coming. That, that's how you got to do it. You can't, you can't just bring out the celebration all willy nilly just because you practiced it. And now you get the opportunity. No, the opportunity has to be perfect. <laughs> Understandable. And I, and I appreciate that, that astute opinion on that, man. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we gonna jump into this here. Uh, what is? What are we gonna do next, Mo? Should we do? Going, we go into the Sultans of SWAT. We gonna talk about that MLB. We gonna talk about the MLB. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, cool. We'll, we gonna jump. No, no, we're not. We'll, well, you know what? Nah, we this. we'll we just are. we'll let we'll let Fleece do whatever he does. Press whatever buttons he press, and whatever topic comes up next comes up next. I like it. Yeah, let's just let's just do that. Y'all stay tuned. So I'm almost certain that um we probably missed one or two things in that last topic, but that's not the point. You know, we're gonna go ahead and just roll with it. Because that's what we do. We get live with the crew, we keep it nice and organic. Um anyway, to close out the show, we're gonna talk about the MLB winter meetings and how a one Josh Donaldson former MVP caliber player Josh Donaldson signed with the Atlanta Braves. I'm a Mets fan, which is well documented through the last 12 years of me doing podcasts. I've always mentioned how, you know, what are my favorite teams? And the Braves just so happen to be in our division. Now, if Josh Donaldson turns into, you know, what um, I'm trying to think of the player who, oh, J.D. Martinez basically turned into with the uh, Boston Red Sox. It's going to be a tough time for us, man. But anyway, um, coming up next, winter meetings in Major League Baseball. I got to – I have to start it off with this. To let everybody know, I am a humongous Robinson Cano fan. That is (laughs) – this will be – well, here's the thing too, because they're kind of going after uh, the, the star closer from Seattle as well. So if they can work out a deal with that, depending on how much they give up, it may or may not be a good deal for the Mets. But here's the thing, this guy's locked in for a decade like at 24 million a year. So it do you really want to bet on somebody being able to play at a $24 million a year level when they're 38? No, but I mean, I've, I'm trying to make sense out of this deal. But once I saw that the guy is 24, which is unheard of at this age, him being at the point he's at as a uh, all-star closer, because you know pitchers last well to their 30s, and this guy's 24, dominating the game. Um, however, I really don't want to see the Mets give up Jeff McNeil. I really, I really don't want him to go. 
Um, I want if this if this deal were to go through, I want them to do what they can to not have to include him. If that means trade one of our back end starters like um, <clears throat> Zach Will, um, yes, do that. He's damn. But please, please keep Jack McNeil. He's he's Dan Murphy reincarnated. And what one thing that Mets need as a, as a team, we need hitters. We need hitters. We really need defense, but we also need hitters. We have power guys and and old veterans everywhere. Yeah. That's what our so team is surprised of. So so, stat. If you don't give up Jack McNeil, who do you who do you give up? Is Zach Wheeler? Ship him. Zach Wheeler. No, you know Just what? Get, you know what? Get him out of here. You know what? Give up Juan Lugares because we need to be making him run at Bryce Harper anyway. So the outfield is going to be crowded. Um, Y'all ain't gonna be signing Bryce Harper anyway, so you should you should just get. You guys ain't got Yankees. Yankees. Come on now. Whoa! First of all, first of all, guys. First of all, it'll be the biggest fu if Bryce Harper. I think no joke. Needs that. I need Correct. that. He needs that. He needs to come to the Mets. He needs to. Him, Conforto, and freaking and and Thor. Come on now, leading us into the future with Degrom leading the rotation. You know what I'm saying? You got the three young bucks. Come on, it just it's made. It's made to happen. He, he, I. One reason why I think that it's going to be a the Mets are going to have to make a move like this is because the move which Atlanta made getting Josh Donaldson. Oh yeah. Um, you know Atlanta's loading up. They had the team. They did not expect to make it to the playoffs this year, and that group of guys, Albies and all those guys, they came to play, man. Yeah. You know, they were playing with, with house money since after the All Star break. Anything after that. If they were above 500, that was great. And they ended up making it to the playoffs. Like, and the fact that they're trying to stack up and get a player like Josh Donaldson, who necessarily didn't have the greatest year at all or the, in uh, Toronto, um, you're bringing them into a team that has youth, that has momentum, that has a reason to play for them, that has a playoff berth. Like, so he could be uh, like a gangbuster out there. You know, you never know. So I feel like the Mets are kind of putting themselves in this box, box to be like, oh, how are we going to stay on pace with the rest of the NL East? And, you know, when you hear something as sexy as the name like Robinson Cano, because big names like that, it's a sexy thing for people. It's a sexy thing for the fans. Especially the Mets. There's nothing sexier for the Mets than a middle-aged baseball player. <laughs> first of all, first of all, sir. Actually, you know, I don't know why you guys are so confuzzled, but um, we're going to sign Bryce Hall. Signing. Oh, okay. Sign Bryce Harper? I don't think Bryce Harper is past his prime yet, so I don't see why he would sign with the Mets. <laughs> but I don't, I don't see why he would sign with his Stankies either. He's not going to be the biggest. He wants to be the uh, star. Uh, and here's something you should be worried about as being a Mets fan. I heard a lot of talk with Bryce Harper and maybe potentially finding his way to Philly. Yes. No. Absolutely so. not. Absolutely not. Whatever you heard, well, that I've heard that fault. Philly. Philly is definitely one of the deep pocket dogs. They're going to be signing they're deep probably pocket, either sure. Harper or Machado. They're, they're going to sign one. They're, they're deep pocket, sure, but maybe I think they signed Machado. Machado and Joel, Joel Embiid and Philly just screams, "I need that. I need that. I need this." What is it, Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper is like one of the faces of the MLB. No, 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 no. no. You don't understand. Not the face one. You, you don't. You don't understand. Philly, like Philly needs jackasses. Joel Embiid is a jackass. <laughs> Manny Machado is a jackass. <laughs> Allen Iverson, when he played, was a jackass. Like, no, nah, you're right. <laughs> Talk about the step over. <laughs> Come on now. Has gotten into a fist fight with his closer on the bench and told people, hey, nice clown question, bro. Yes, thank you. This is, this is, 
city of brotherly love, ironically. Like, they love each other if, you, if you're from Philly. You're not from Philly. It's, it's over. It's, it's I hate you. Ugly. Stay Sorry. away from me. All that good stuff. Get your so, cheesesteaks from somewhere else. Right, exactly. So, with that being said, I think Manny definitely signs with Philly. Bryce is going to one of the New York teams. Sign, seal, deliver it. I'm yours. Um, word to Stevie Wonder. That's you don't think you don't think Bryce is gonna go home? No. Go back to Washington? No, absolutely not. No chance. <laughs> no chance. I don't know. They haven't even know, talked man. about. I don't even think it's been brought up. Matter of fact, um, okay. I, I don't think. I think maybe. I think the Mets have a better chance of signing Bryce Harper than Nationals do. Hey. That's a, that's a fact. Well, it's good outfield that team in Washington's had friggin' Ichiro, right? So, like, uh, they, that team, it's like they kind of are on the cusp sometimes. Of like, wow, they're playing really good baseball. And it's just like, what happened to the Mariners? <laughs> you know, like, all of a sudden, it's a firehouse sale. Like, I, I did not see this coming. I thought they were just trying to reload, but I guess they're terrified of the Houston Astros. And they're just like, you know what, let's just. Rebuild. I, you know, man, I I really don't get it. But uh, I gotta ask you too. Do you see Syndergaard leaving? You know what? This agent guy is real adamant on making splash moves, and I just don't think trading Thor. Man, Wagonen. Like my thing is, let me look at it like this: if we're trading for Cano and the best closer in the game. Uh, well, the, the future best scores of the game. He's only 24. He's only good for, I think, a year and a half now. We can't call him the best. Um, if we're trading for him and 37-year-old Robson Cano, why, why are we trading no Syndergaard? It just doesn't... I don't see the logic behind that. Um, unless, I would say, shop like a back-end rotation piece and then try to rebuild the far system that way. But uh, trading a top-end starter for the farm system guys I don't know because I heard they wanted Fernando Tatis Jr who you know is pretty pretty damn good I hear um, and the Padres shut that down they shut it down it was like nope it's not happening not a I, making a trade with the Padres but like the thing is too is with the Mets and I, I don't want to go on on like a, a whole system thing but they, they don't have the greatest farm they don't, they don't. our farm don't. system is trash and the thing is the cops are dead <laughs> None of the plants are nurtured. There's no nutrition in the soil. Tebow can make it on your double-A team. Like, that's that's like where your farm system's at. You know what I'm saying? um, When you get a guy like Cano, that halts any chance of a player coming up and shining in that position like a, uh, what is it, McNeil? Yes. You take out McNeil and who especially the guy I work with, have nothing but nice things to say about him. Say he's a hard player. He's like a Nemo, like Nemo-esque player. Uh, uh, wants to be in New York. Loves playing. Effort on everything. You get a guy like Cano that is offered $1 more, he's going to leave. Like He was fresh off a championship in New York, and he was like, oh, thanks, $200 million. Peace out. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... It's just, and the thing is too is New York offered him 100 million, but he knew he wasn't worth it because it, it is what it is. Being a huge Cano fan as I am, the thing is, is if the Mets were to go through with anything like that, I feel like it may not stop, but it will slow down the progress, quote unquote, that Mets fans are seeing, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> You know, and it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it looks, it's, it's kind of like your boy Cespedes. 
Looks great on paper. Don't talk about Cespedes. Looks great on paper. Dude's got a bum knee. Like, you know what I mean? Or bum leg, whatever it is. I don't know. I feel like this will hurt the franchise. It'll be more, it'll be less for long term and more for less try to win. Which will just show how delusional the Mets ownership is thinking that they can win now. Well, I don't know. Maybe the Mets are looking at it the same way that the Braves are looking at it. But like, well, they're not looking at it the same way, but they're looking at it, trying to look at it from the Braves' light where the Braves had a team last year that they thought was going to be, you know, around 500 on the bubble, nowhere near close to over it. And they ended up in the playoffs. And the Mets think that they may be seeing that happen maybe, you know, one or two random signs away from getting a team that's on the that's going to be on the brink of the playoffs. And well, I can, oh. What? I'm sorry. Continue. I thought you are done. Uh, well, I was going to say, I, I mean, I think, I was just going to, I never got to say it before, I think trading Syndergaard is a terrible decision. I love Noah Syndergaard here in New York. I don't think he should go anywhere. You know, but, he can stay in New York, but it's just, you know, a little bit down the road. He's not staying in New York. I don't know what this agent slash GM slash. Yo, this guy, this man thinks he's a wizard with money because he got Robinson Cano $210 billion. Listen, the Mets just frustrate the crap out of me, man. We just I guess, you know, it's like, hey, he knows pitching. He came from the Indians who made a deep run in the playoffs. Let's bring him on as a manager. What? It's just, you know what I don't get to with the Mets is if they, okay, they get the closer and they get Cano. I don't know what they're going to give up for it. But you get it and then you make second base of, like, you have an all-star player at second base and now you have a future all-star player at closer. You still got a bum catcher. You still got half of an outfield. You still have a questionable bullpen. Well, minus the closer, obviously. Who's playing first base? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like... First of all, first of all, we do not have all those issues. We have issues, but we don't have all those issues. Oh, yeah, you do. Well, this is the thing. The catcher, yes. First base, questionable. Go ahead, Mo. Can I I, I answer these these questions? If they don't have to give up McNeil, if they can give up the prospect, Alonso, and they don't have to give up McNeil, they can have to know over the person. No, don't you even put that in the universe. The Mets are not even don't even put in that in that give any prospects up. Yeah, Alonzo is not fun at all. Yeah, like it's I I don't want to be the Mister I'm a New York Yankees fan, but it's the formula for the Yankees has been working. You look at their farm system up and down; it's stacked. They have so many great farm players that their the forty man roster can't p- protect all the grade A prospects they have. You see what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. they have this overabundance. So where when you trade a Justice Sheffield away, which two is crazy about this yeah. But the thing is, is James, James Paxton is it, he goes hard. Um, <laughs> uh, but you trade a guy like Justice Sheffield away to a team like Seattle to get James Paxton in return. Right. You weren't. It hurts that you lose Justice Sheffield. But you got to understand, you still got Jonathan Lewisegi, you still got Jordan Montgomery, you still have Clint Frazier, you still have all these guys. And well, you, you could say Glaber Torres, but now he's officially, you know, full-blown MLB player. So it's like, you have Chance all... Adams, Lassiana. Exactly. Chance, uh, yeah, well, Jonathan Lewisegi, yeah, absolutely. Chance Adams, 
personally not a huge fan of, but you know what? That is just this year's small sample size. I'm going to hold my breath because I heard he's nasty. <laughs> he is. He's filthy. So it's like you have this plethora of players where in the Mets sense, it's more of you're rubbing two pennies together, not to throw shade at the Mets. Don't get, I'm not trying to do that. It's just their reality. Do you expect me to believe you? Yes, I mean. No, dude, when it comes, you gotta understand me. When it comes to baseball, I'm like, I'm like an intellectual. When it comes to football and soccer, I'm ignorant. <laughs> but you know but he's like he's that. like an intellectual. Like he's close that. to what? what is yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, cool. See, that makes a lot more sense. But but no, you you make excellent points, man. You're you're, you're for sure right. It's just that we're very, um, I don't know. We just we just Wilpon's gotta go. I wish they would just sell us to somebody who cares about baseball who knows that pays attention like you know i want an owner who pays attention to the game you know not just owns the team um and and I, and, it's, and it's terrible man i i wish i wish there was something we could do uh personally there's nothing really we can do um but without i guess you know, dragging this topic any further along. Winter yeah, meetings are just getting started. Honestly, it's just getting sadder and sadder talking yeah, about that's yeah, like... It is. <laughs> it's getting real, We're real trying bad. to, like, I, I can see what the problem is. <laughs> we're, we're sitting here trying to come up with ways for them to get better. You were not expecting me to be this nice about it. They're just literally... <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. I, you know, I've, I've accepted it. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. And the Mets are going to go trade for another all-star three years removed from from his all-star all stars yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah he was just he went, he went to an all-star game no, 10 years ago no offense but the Mets is kind of like where people's careers go to die bro <laughs> no, I don't know Jose Bautista came last year and hit the game winning grand slam and you know got yeah bro but that's Braves. like that's like fucking rubbing a defibrillator together zapping him and he's alive for 10 more seconds but he still dies <laughs> I mean, listen, he went to the Braves and hit like one home run, and that's good enough for me. Good enough to say that he didn't die here. He, yes, made, yes, he made it out right. of the building. He made it to a lazy. <laughs> lazy. Listen, we don't have to pay the insurance. He wasn't on our hospital sidewalk. grounds. Okay, he definitely made it to the sidewalk. That's the city's problem. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> push him out of his hospital bed to curb. Bro, that was a gem, man. You should keep doing it. He made it to the spot. That's the city's problem. That was clever. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. Thanks for ruining it by uh, giving me all that appreciation. (laughs) That's why I had to do it. I'm not going to let you get that good of a one while I'm in the room. Come on now. Mo was like, yeah, thanks. You just ruined it now. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. All right, folks. He's such a hater. (laughs) It's fine, though. You know, you love love us. And I love the fact that we're about to move on to this next topic. We're going to go ahead and throw the live. Oh, hey, wait. Oh, oh, wait. Hold up. Be ready. Oh, here, here it comes. Here comes the live. Ooh, shakalak. Oh, there you are. I'm like, I'm like, yo, just because he's not racing nobody doesn't mean he can't come in on time. <laughs> nah, yeah, I was, I was trying to, like, touch up the email and send it out before I uh, came into the the thing but it was just it was taking too long i was like forget it i'll just send it later it's all good brother you know why we're here we're just doing the outro baby boy you know what i'm saying so you know why i'm here you know why i'm here boy and um so whenever you get ready and comfortable go ahead and do your very so infamous uh well no would it be infamous would it be infamous like it's both as famous and infamous see 
Where do you where have you ever heard that, y'all? Only on Get Live with the Cooper, you hear something like that. So Mo, if you would be so kind, brother, please lead it off and I'll follow right behind you. Alright, so obviously y'all know where to find me on Instagram. It's <laughs> Showtime underscore Mo Reckless. The three the E is the three. You can follow me, M O E. Come on. And uh hey. let me get that drum roll stat. Let me get it. <laughs> It's the N O T O R I O U S M O E S M O. Yeah, I know your girl and I'm a hitter and I got that handle. That's mine on Twitter. What? Hey. Okay. See, y'all don't know Mo. Mo um, on Fridays and Saturdays, he's pretty much in studio mode. You know, yeah. He's a pretty yeah. dope rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's, he's a dope lyricist. You know what I'm saying? That's my. I, I got. I, 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 Got a little bit of flow, you know. A <laughs> little, 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 little bit of flow. Not for That's sure. That's why I'm the N O T O. Me, man, you know, I'm Mr. Consistent, Mr. Always Here for You Whenever You Need Me to Be. S T A T underscore G L on Twitter. And then Instagram, you can follow me at 317th underscore. Y'all go ahead and make that move, man. If you have a ahead. Go ahead, hit that follow button, you know. Like the pictures, you know. Go ahead, read Subscribe. The subscribe. We have to get into the habit of telling people to subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're right. You're right. We got to start using these big words. Right. Subscription. Subscription. <laughs> <laughs> that word. Do that, that word. for us, please. And make sure. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what I'm saying? Word of mouth, baby. That's all. That's that, that'll right. help out. That'll help. That's out. All, that's all we work it off of right now. We we work it for y'all. That's a fact. Oh, hey, yo, hold up, man. Whoa, whoa. Hey, hey now, my ancestors true, true. ain't putting all that work for us to be working for nobody. True, 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 true. We 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 mostly work it for us. Yeah, but we, we here to entertain entrepreneurship. y'all. Entrepreneurship, hey, man. Entrepreneurship. But but, but we um, here to entertain y'all. Oh, so always. the support would be would be lovely. Always, always. But, you know, thank you guys. We appreciate you always for tuning in to Get Live with the crew. We'll always. see you next. Wait, 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 wait. Stat, stat. What? 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 I, I, I need to cut you off real quick. What happened? Uh, there's one thing that we, we didn't get to talk about in the show this week. Huh? That, that's, that's NBA basketball. Uh-huh. And you know what? There were a lot of things that went on, but I think the most important thing we got to do real quick Take a 10, 10 to 15 second silence for my boy Craig Sager. It was Craig Sager week in, in the NBA. Seen a lot of people with they with they fly jackets and they coach boy. Craig Sager has style, boy. He, Man. he, had, he had a unique Man. style. We can put it like that. Craig, Him and Walt Clyde Frazier probably have the best, <laughs> the most unique styles ever to hit the NBA, the, the NBA hard hardwood on the side, on the side bench. Man, you're definitely right, man. I'm apologize, y'all, man, because Craig Craig was the man. He still is the man. Yeah. He is, yeah, he still is the man. Only Sager strong, man. Um, but yeah, go ahead and we'll go ahead and end it um with a with a quick fifteen minute, fifteen minute, fifteen second. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm like we even wait that long. Oh yeah, he's like, I love oh, Craig Sager, but I got stuff to do. That's new. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead for our man, uh, Craig Sager. Rest in peace. All right, there we go. Thank y'all. Thank you.